Hello everyone, it's Chris Clark with DiscGolf.Law. The Disc Golf Pro Tour announced that the European Pro Tour would merge with the DGPT to create a united European tour for 2024 named DGPT Europe. Leadership will continue in key roles with DGPT Europe. The PDGA Euro Tour will pause its independent PDGA Euro Tour Open divisions. They will instead fill a supporting role for DGPT Europe, offering assistance similar to the global and U.S. PDGA operations and logistics teams in the U.S. DGPT Europe events will have two standard classifications for the 2024 season, the DGPT Europe events. These are worth 100 tour points for a win and are sanctioned as PDGA elite events. DGPT Europe Silver events are worth 50 tour points and are sanctioned as PDGA A tiers. In the past, we've given lots of examples of the consolidation that's occurring in the disc golf industry. Let's focus specifically on the Disc Golf Pro Tour and how it continues its pattern of consolidating power in disc golf. In September of 2021, the Disc Golf Pro Tour merged with the PDGA PDGA National Tour to become the official tour of the PDGA and since then has taken on more responsibility for operating PDGA major events. And then in May of this year, 2023, the Disc Golf Pro Tour acquired its biggest media competitor, Jomez Pro. Now to give you some appropriate context for what's going on now, let's take a quick look at the history of professional disc golf. In 1979, Whammo's 50 $50,000 disc golf tournament was a watershed moment for disc golf. It was held in Huntington Beach, California. The tournament was groundbreaking because of the cash involved, but also because competitors had to qualify for an invitation to this event. 72 qualifying events were established around the country, bringing the best disc golfers from across the United States. Also, the Whammo World Disc Golf Championship became the first disc golf world championships to be filmed. Disc golf played with a frisbee flying disc is the newest and best game for efficient land use in our parks and on our school grounds. Now let's turn to the PDGA era. The first major, the world championships, was held in 1982. That was the only major that was held until USDGC in 1999. In total, as of the time of this recording, there have been 97 disc golf majors and they have had 13 different names. In 1994, the PDGA formalized and began classifying events as A, B, and C tiers. At that point, events that had been called Super Tours since the late 1980s became PDGA A tiers. In 2002, the rating system and the NT, National Tour, and M, Major, designations were introduced. The inaugural PDGA National Tour in 2003 consisted of 11 events across the country. This was the first time that multiple premier events were structured into a professional tour, making it possible for the sport's best athletes to compete against each other consistently on a professional level. 
events like the Memorial Championship, the Hall of Fame Classic, the Great Lakes Open, the Beaver State Fling, they all started as NT events. In May of 2016, the American Disc Golf Tour, backed by South Carolina-based equipment manufacturer Salient Discs, hosted the three-day American Open. This was the premier event of the ADGT. It was broadcast live on ESPN3. The ADGT quickly gained a bad reputation for production quality and tier of players at the event, its lack of affiliation with the PDGA, and perhaps most importantly, the reputation of the company bankrolling the tournament. In August, merely three months after hosting their first event, Salient Discs went bankrupt. Now, bringing in the international market, let's talk about the Disc Golf World Tour. Founded by UC Maresma in 2016, the first season featured five events with the slogan, One Division, One Champion. Many of you who were around back then, or even if you weren't, you may know this effectively meant no female professional players could compete on this tour. Paul Macbeth and Simon Lazat both agreed to be athlete ambassadors. Avery Jenkins signed on as a commentator, and Innova put up a sizable investment in the tour. The following year in 2017, the Disc Golf World Tour added an FP division at three of its four events. The one event without an FPO division, which continues to this day, was US DGC. This was in response to backlash from many of the top FPO pros. After shrinking its first two seasons, UC announced that the Disc Golf World Tour would not operate in the 2018 season, instead focusing on developing more major partnerships before returning again in 2019. However, a year later, the Disc Golf World Tour shut down for good. UC said, while I'm sad to realize that our tour did not have support, I'm also excited to see the recent development of pro disc golf. It's a great time to be a disc golf fan. I envision that our sport will be ready for an even larger audience in the coming years. And when that time comes, the disc golf world tour is right there for it. With the exception of his prediction, disc golf world tour would be there for it. Most of the other things in UC's prediction are coming true. Now let's turn our attention to the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Steve Dodge founded the Disc Golf Pro Tour and was the original majority owner. Now, as many of you know, Steve Dodge co-owns the renowned Maple Hill Disc Golf Course. He co-founded Marshall Street Disc Golf, served on the PDGA and New England Flying Disc Association boards of directors, and headed shoe sole maker Vibram's disc golf operations. Originally, Dodge attempted to sway the PDGA to make its national tour more like what he believed a professional disc golf tour should be. He thought the locations and dates of tour stops could be better arranged to reduce the strain of travel. Additionally, he believed there needed to be a huge uptick in media coverage. The 2016 iterations of the Ledgestone Insurance Open and Green Mountain Championship, along with the Vibram Open formed the backbone of the first 
disc golf pro tour season in 2017 the schedule jumped from six to ten events and viewership on youtube grew substantially this led dodge to bring the media side of the tour in-house the following year rather than relying on outside outlets like smashbox and jomez when paul Macbeth shot 18 down at the discraft great lakes open. ESPN ran a full segment about it. However, they used footage from Jomez rather than the Disc Golf Pro Tour because of its higher quality. At that time, Jomez was sponsored by Innova. And so this ESPN segment about the Discraft Great Lakes Open had a visible Innova logo on it throughout the segment. Anyway, in 2019, the Disc Golf Pro Tour's media strategy faced harsh criticism. Hello and good morning and welcome to first round live coverage. And their media operations coordinator quit shortly before setup began for the first event of the season. The tour had launched a new free streaming service for live coverage and believed it would generate income through serving ads. The Pro Tour engaged the services of a business that promised to deliver commercial sponsors, but that ad revenue never materialized. After three events, the 2019 tour was already running on fumes. And so Dodge finalized a deal to sell the Pro Tour in August of 2019, or at least to sell his majority stake. The new majority owner would be Todd Rainwater, who'd previously owned a minority stake in the tour. But Rainwater would only commit to the purchase if a Dodge-endorsed replacement Jeff Spring took over as tour director. In 2020, the Disc Golf Network was launched and it became much more popular than Spring anticipated. However, as we all know, in March, the Waco Annual Charity Open had to be stopped mid-event due to the COVID-19 pandemic canceling the final round and suspending the Elite Series season. On the bright side, the pandemic helped greatly to boost Disc Golf's popularity, and this led to the 2020 Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship featuring the highest purse at a Disc Golf tournament to that point, $130,400, with the winners of both the MPO and FPO divisions taking home $20,000 each. Beginning in 2022, the Disc Golf Pro Tour and the PDGA National Tour merged into one unified tour and took up responsibility for running the former NT, the PDGA National Tour events. There's a few additional bits of history that I think are relevant relative to professional disc golf in Europe. The PDGA Europe was established in 2006 as a committee of the PDGA board of directors, but it did not begin working on the legal and governance and protocol related documents until 2017 and only became fully operational in 2022. Nevertheless, in 2020, they did have the first official season of the PDGA Euro Tour, which hosted events in Croatia, Denmark, Austria, Finland, Norway, and Estonia. The 
Prodigy Disc Pro Tour began in 2018 with five events, the premier disc golf tour in Finland. In 2022, tournament director Miko Wickman, alongside natural-born disc golfer CEO Yuha Kaito, with help from staff at the Prodigy Disc Pro Tour, they created the European Pro Tour. In its inaugural season, the European Pro Tour had a budget that was two and a half times the size of the 2021 PDGA Europe operation. They also introduced Disc Golf Stream, the first European live network for disc golf to broadcast all European Pro Tour events and other prestigious disc golf events in Europe. Now that brings us up to today. How will this tour merger work? Well, first on the media side, the European Pro Tours live streaming service Disc Golf Stream will merge with the Disc Golf Pro Tours Disc Golf Network. Disc Golf Stream will undergo a subscriber migration with the Disc Golf Network and DGN will host all 2024 live broadcasts. The European Pro Tour was funded in part by Prodigy Europe. Their team contributed immensely to the development of the EPT since its inception. Prodigy and the Disc Golf Pro Tour have also struck a deal as part of this new agreement, and their leadership will continue to advise the DGPT in an effort to see the European market flourish. So now let's talk about the events. Five European tournaments from previous stops on the European Pro Tour or PDGA Euro Tour will be included in the standard 2024 Disc Golf Pro Tour event class, meaning they get 100% points weight. They're sanctioned as PDGA elite events. Additional events will be sanctioned as PDGA A tiers and will receive DGPT Europe silver event status. They get 50% points weight. While the Disc Golf Pro Tour recently announced that it had ended the use of the silver event designation for US events, it will continue to sanction silver events in Europe to encourage growth and round out a European touring schedule. For the 2024 season, the Disc Golf Pro Tour will maintain two points standings, a DGPT World standings that awards spots in the 2024 Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship, and a standalone Disc Golf Pro Tour Europe points standings. DGPT Europe will not have a standalone tour championship in 2024, but will instead award bonus payouts and 2025 tour cards to top finishers. So if you're still sticking with me, here is the payoff. Post pandemic, we all want to know where things are going with the growth of disc golf. Are we going to keep growing or was 2020 to 2021 the golden age of growth for disc golf and now we're going to slow our growth or remain stagnant or even shrink in terms of fans or players, events, dollars, etc. In our view, the ongoing consolidation of disc golf companies helps answer that. It's good news. Why do I say that? Let's take a look 
at other sports. In baseball, for example, the National League and American League existed separately for 18 years before merging into Major League Baseball in 1903. The National Hockey League and World Hockey Association existed separately for seven years until their merger in 1979. The National Football League and American Football League existed separately for 10 years until merging in 1970. Even the PGA Tour and Live Golf has recently announced a merger. I cite these as examples because each and every one of those sports leagues has thrived and experienced unbelievable growth since those mergers occurred. Keep in mind two of the benefits that we talk about all the time of consolidation, operational efficiency and getting access to new markets. The merger of the Disc Golf Pro Tour and the European Pro Tour is a prime example of that. So the question I have for you, is the merger of Disc Golf Tours complete or might we see more of that in the future? For example, could we possibly see a challenger to the Disc Golf Pro Tour in the future if a new tour were to offer players more money or better facilities at their events? How would the Disc Golf Pro Tour respond to that? And how would the players respond to that? Would players and fans feel loyalty to the Disc Golf Pro Tour? Or would they move on just like they moved on from the Disc Golf World Tour or the National Tour? Or more recently, just like some ball golfers left the PGA Tour for Live Golf? I'd love to hear what you think. Sincere thanks for listening. And please like and subscribe and leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. It really makes a big difference. Thank you. Disc Golf Lawcast is made by DiscGolf.Law, a firm serving clients in the disc golf industry. For more analysis on business and legal topics in disc golf, check out our YouTube channel. If you have a question, comment, or want to get in touch with us, visit our website or email us at info at DiscGolf.Law.